Roadshow, episode number 453. My name is John Morgan, and Cold Coffee is with me here at home in Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> the sprawling, gorgeous, beautiful Casa de Cold Coffee playing hey, host. John. <laughs> oh, he's coming this John. way right now. Get <laughs> Good to be here, man. Good to be back with you. Not, uh, not you know, joining together on on uh, Skype or well, we don't use Skype. We I use know, Skype. but but you know, I get what the, you're saying. The video conference thing, or whatever. That's like the that's like the Kleenex Q-tip yeah, thing, right? Like Zoom, what Zoom was exactly. So it's not that. It's uh, it's not remote. It's not rolling solo. It's uh, it's right here at the Costa in the room. Coffee. You're actually here in Vegas. You're not on the road, gallivanting. In some other sport, you know, I was some waiting. Some sport? <laughs> you know, some other, oh, wow. you mean, know. The, the college wrestling has been taken. College wrestling that is another sport. If you is, didn't, you know, that is another sport. That is another sport. But otherwise, it's pretty much just <laughs> MMA. It's just, just MMA. For now. For now. We have some now. submission grappling at the end of the month. That's, I guess that's that another, is another sport. sport. We got Muay Thai coming, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going yeah. to tease. We're going to launch Muay Thai too. next year. So that'll be, a, that'll be fun. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess maybe there are some others. They're all combat sports, though, right? They are. Okay, okay. The Combat Hoed Show. Hoed. I said Hoed, Hoed show? because of Brazil. Because I'm going to Brazil next week, so you're already getting in the mood. I like it. I'm going to Fortaleza, Brazil. Is it Fortaleza? Fortaleza, Brazil. Fortaleza uh, gets hot in their summer, man. So it's funny. Uh, Fortaleza, and it is. It's summer right is now, it, right? Yeah, it is it's, summer. It's the, oh, it's the start boy. of summer. So. It's funny. Well, at least it's the start. It's the start. So I'm going. I think it's going to be in the 90s. It's not going to be like crazy, crazy. But uh, it is. So next week I'll be working on the call at Brave CF 78. So if you get a chance to check out Brave next week, uh, I actually just start putting my notes together for the card, man. It's, it's actually a, a, a good card uh, with some some talent from down there. So yeah, I'll be down there. But I'm excited because it's it's trip number 30 to me for Brazil. I did 29 consecutive. UFC events in Brazil, starting with the, what was that, 2012 when they made the return back down there. Starting with that one, did 29 in a row. And then obviously, uh, you know, the, the the travel budget started changing and we started dialing it back a little bit at MMA Junkie. And so they, they weren't sending me anymore. We did obviously have uh, Fernanda Praches down there as well. So she was able to cover a lot yep, of the events yep. for, for a lot less money. Uh, so, oh, Fernanda. But I ended at 29 events. 29. And I just, it always felt like a weird number to end on. So, man, what was it? What's weird? Yeah. What? I don't know. People, why don't they just go to 30? You know, exactly, they could be right? undefeated and they have things. Why don't they just go oh, one more? I see what you're just one more. Come on back, Khabib. Come on back, Khabib. I see just what you're doing even number. <laughs> just an even number, dog. Come on. You can't. I, see, now now I don't want to go anymore. Now I want to I want to finish at 29 and 0 like Khabib. <laughs> Uh, but no, I'll be down there for that. But uh, Fortaleza, Brazil, was also the birthplace of the uh, the khaki shorts revolution. Uh, I, I used to I used to I used to be like you. I would always wear like a polo shirt and jeans to events. Uh, and, I, and then I was in Fortaleza, Brazil. It was summertime. It was hot as hell. The arena, um, which is not the same arena, I don't believe that we're using it, Brave. But um, it had no air conditioning, and it, it was super hot and because of the time the day started production like it's kind of open air like they would have like these little slots or whatever so air would kind of breeze through or whatever but they put curtains over all that in order to keep the light out you yeah. know what i mean because yeah. it started during the day and ended at night so production would seal those up so that the the set had the same lighting the sure. whole time right which does make sense, makes sense but from an airflow perspective it absolutely <laughs> makes no sense whatsoever and so that was the first event that i wore khaki shorts and then i realized once i got to press row i'm like wait a minute 
my legs are covered all night. Like yep. I'm sitting underneath a, t- a, t- a table with t- you know cloth on it. Like nobody even knows that I'm wearing these, and thus the birth of the khaki shorts is born. So that's where we're wow. going back to Fortaleza to pay homage <laughs> to the birth of khaki shorts. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, that's that's a great origin story. I think I was at that event, but I think I'm still uh, I was still UFC at, no, at that time. I think I was there though, because I remember being really super crazy yeah, sweaty for that particular one. Because I think that was one of the ones where they were having issues with like the air conditioning out in the vehicles and other kind of stuff. Oh, where, like it was they're so overheating hot, it was and overheating. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really. I guess I didn't really think that that was like uh, that there was a start. I just always thought, thought they always. were there. <laughs> like you came straight out your mom wearing cargo <laughs> shorts, <laughs> khakis, <laughs> and she's like, ah, they're like. It's stuck on a pocket. There He's was, not coming. He's it's stuck on the pocket. It's funny. It's like it, there, there was a start. You know, just like there was a start of a, of a blue shirt somewhere. There was a there was yeah. a start there. So that's funny. That's funny. Uh, anyway, so yes, that is next week. That that travel will be going on, and then uh, the CFSC schedule will get uh, busy, busy, busy for the rest of the year because after that, it's crazy. So we're doing December fifteenth in Atlantic City. Uh, for MMA, which is going to be a phenomenal card, absolutely loaded. And then we've got December 19th and December 21st are a pair of uh, CFFC match day events. So we've got college wrestling, and then we will end the year uh, with Fury Professional Grappling uh, on December 30th at 2300 Arena in uh, Philadelphia. And uh, they're putting the card, they're, they're finalizing all the card and stuff for it now. They're actually having some meetings right now. I can't wait. Uh, because there's some fun matchups on there that, that they're talking about. So hopefully we get everybody signed because this is the big year-end event, right, where we get to bring in some of the USC talent uh, and have some of the USC crew on there. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. So pay attention to announcements. I think tickets might be on sale already. So if you're thinking about it, I would say secure your tickets ASAP for the for the Fury Pro Grappling because um, 2300 Arena is not big. So if you're going to be in the area and you got a chance, get, get it because uh, – there's going to be some pretty cool names on the card. Uh, if everything that comes together, like I think it will be, will come together. So that's all the travel that's coming up. So very cool. Okay, I don't know. Wait, I, don't, so you're gonna, you're, I don't know how many times we'll be together the rest of this year. It's kind know. of what I'm saying right now. I can't now. believe you're going to miss the Shanghai show or Shang-Pai. the, the Shanghai. And also you're going to miss uh, the the uh, Fight Pass Invitational. No, you normally dig that shit. I know. I do. I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm going to be out of town for that. So I'm going to have to watch. I'm flying back. Let's see. No, wait, because they moved it right. So it's, it's Friday. the 10th. No, no, it's the ninth. No, it got moved because the Shang the Shang the Shang Pi is that right? The, the Shang Pi is on the day after the is Shang- the is the ninth Saturday is the, the ninth, ninth. and then so I might be able to make the fight pass invitation. But I thought 10th. it was the day before. I thought no, it was they, Friday. They moved it to the tenth. They moved it to the tenth. Right? Am I am I crazy in that? I don't know. I they're still well. There's still a lot of their. Let me pull up on their schedule. I swear. It. But it, it did come up because I, I reached out to – for some reason, I reached out to Mason Fowler. I was like, hey, have you got oh, a yeah? new opponent yet? I was like, I just reached out on Instagram. I was like, hey, I know you get – Brian's you. gone. I was like, you got a new opponent? He said that uh, they're still working on it. He said there's hoping to have an announcement in the next day or so. But he doesn't think he's going to be the main event anymore. Yeah, it's um, Sunday. It's Sunday, December 10th. So I'll be back for that. So I'll, I'll – are you going to go? Interesting. Why would they have tried to put that on the same day? Well, because originally oh, it, wasn't it was in there. Shanghai, right? So they were going to use well, you the think Apex. They would still do it on Friday, so it wouldn't. No, it was cross. it was originally Saturday the ninth, right? Because the show was going to be in Shanghai, so that would air early morning here, and I then they used the Apex at night. And so when that show got moved, then they moved it to the tenth. Interesting. So, uh, I'll be back for that. It's actually funny. I need to update their artwork because they still have all that old ass artwork the ninth. everywhere, and it's still got Gordon Ryan's face so all Gordon over the Ryan show. On it. Wow. I think it would help once they know who. What the lamb's going to be, but but regardless, so I guess you, well then I guess I'll see we have the fight pass invitation. I actually I'll tell you what's funny on the way. Not back, if it's on Sunday now. Now I'm like I don't know. I thought it was Friday. 
I thought it was the day like, before. I don't do Sundays. I'm like, Sunday's right. the one day off I have. I, I'll, t- I'll probably But t- we'll see. I'll probably go because they are fun. They, they are, are fun, fun events. They are fun. And it's just so different. It's it's unique to see the uh, the Apex just so set up differently. Yeah, yeah. And it's so open. It's just it's cool. It's just like literally that just like the flat stage. And at any moment, you feel like the grapplers could go off the side. Oh, so yeah. it's kind of interesting to watch it. Um, but, yeah, it's it's good. But it's it's just so crazy high level. But it's unique. You know, especially when they do the different sort of uh, scoring and rounds, and say if they're using the Eddie Bravo overtime, right. you start seeing the gamesmanship happening during the the, the bouts and stuff, and it's just it's unique. It's unique. It's so interesting, right? Because I really do like the Eddie Bravo Invitational overtime rules. Like I like that back and forth escape system. Yeah. But what 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 I see though is that a lot of people are playing for that. Like Nicky Rod, for instance, he 100%. knows he knows he's so good there, right? Yeah. That he just he stalls to, out for the match. It feels like they're all doing that. Yeah. It feels like they're all starting to go that way. I think that's something they got to figure out there. Like, how yeah. do you create? So that's that's one reason we, like, so for, for Fury Grappling, we just do a judge's decision, right? Because that's one of the concerns is we don't want people playing for overtime. Yeah. So it's like, hey, judge's decision, so don't stall because if you stall, yeah. like, you're not going to win the match. I mean, the overtimes are good. But the but overtimes it's like, are exciting. It's exciting. It's just that they play for the overtime, yeah. and it kind of ruins the – Because it makes it long. It makes it longer. You know, you'd want the, the, the event, the, the match to be done. But when you get to that part, yeah, it's kind of exciting. It's like, why couldn't, why couldn't the first part be like that? Know. You know, it's almost like, hey, if you're just going for that, just do an overtime rules main, main you know, event. You know, just make it that. Just yep. make it the overtime rules and so. just skip the chase. But – We'll but see, yeah, it should we'll be see. fun. I'll, be, be, I'll fun. be. I think I'll be there. I'll, I'll probably. Uh, I think I'll probably take my kid and let him see some high level grappling. I was like, I guess that. I was and old GSPs on the commentary. GSPs on commentary. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. And, I, and, and I love how tiny the letters are that say he's on commentary <laughs> in the artwork. <laughs> but his face is so big. He's as big as. I was like. I was like, I remember he said he wanted to compete again. I was like, is he competing? Because oh, originally, like, oh no, he's remember just originally commentary. he was supposed to compete, but he got yeah. injured. So they, it's so it's. And look, I don't blame They're him. They're like, right? we still got the artwork. They got, they, got, they got his face big on there and then real tiny underneath. It's like that, on commentary. That was supposed to be his opponent's yeah. name. It was just going to be George St. Pierre. We got George St. Pierre. This other guy. Commentary. So funny! I don't blame him. Oh, but listen, I was gonna tell you this. This is this is funny. Uh, you will get the uh, you will get doing this. But anyway, the, my flight back from Brazil because I was trying to keep the cost down. Obviously, I'm working with Brave for the first time. I'm trying to I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a responsible you guy. You didn't give him first class. I'm a responsible guy. I did say no. I didn't hit him with the first class. But I'm a responsible guy for companies that I work for. Uh, and I did say, uh, look, I, it's got to be American Airlines. Like I'm sorry, just it has to be American yeah. Airlines. They're like, that's cool, uh, no problem. Um, and then. The cheapest flight I could find back actually has a 13-hour layover. Oh, jeez! But it's in Dallas, so I'm gonna go see my family. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, right, so what class seats did you did just, you get? Them? Just, I just, you know, just standard main cabin extra, and then I and okay. then I can upgrade extra. That's well, that's but because of my status, I get main cabin extra for free. That's respectable. That's respectable. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, so I land at like uh, normal. I think that's I landed like 6:30 in the morning on Saturday morning, and then uh, and then uh, I. So I think my mom's going to come pick me up from the airport and go see my mom and dad and all that. Aww. So use the layover as an opportunity to to, to see the family. So that's I, very cool. I thought you would appreciate that. No, that's you know great. What I mean? Get you some barbecue. Oh, you know. You know. <laughs> you can sleep good on the flight back if you're all coming with a nice little belly full of barbecue. Yeah, I'd sleep like a baby. Oh, yeah. Even though it's a shortish flight, but still. That's cool. That's very that's yeah, very good. So I'm excited about that. And then now I know that the fight pass invitation is the next day, so I got that. So a uh, lot, man. Schedule's getting ending. crazy, bro. It's Never getting ending. crazy. I love it. All right, listen. We got a lot of MMA. <laughs> it's funny you say that because um, young Nolan is coming out for UFC 296. Oh, He's cool. going to be out here. So Very cool. Awesome. 
And it's funny because, like, he hit me up today. He's like, hey, there's this crowdy, like, combat thing that's happening later on on Friday. You know, it's supposed to be – gosh, who was it? Um, it's, it's Anthony Pettis and, Pettis, uh, and Vincent Henderson, Pettis right? Vincent Henderson. He's Vincent, like, I think, he's uh, like, are you going to be up for it? Do you maybe want to go? They just kind of want to – I was like, bro, after weigh-ins in the morning, the <laughs> ceremonial weigh-ins in the evening, I was like, that's normally when Kenny go get dinner and then drinks. <laughs> I was like, but you want me to do it like just a 12-hour day just to do it? I will like, say, though, mm. I will say, so that Karate Combat, I, mean, I won't be here for that because I'll be is doing it actually CFSC Karate Combat? Event. Yes. Because Karate Combats are fun. I mean, we've had we've had good well, times there. You remember how the last past. time we went to a Karate the Combat, we were hammered? Well, they are also doing open bar at this one as yeah, well. That's so. what, that's kind of what Nolan, he's yeah. like, he's like, we just want you to come, have some beers, talk to fighters if you want. If you don't. Just don't. <laughs> that would be the event, I believe, where uh, our uh, hot tea yes. uh, did an interview uh, with a microphone that was not was plugged not in. Plugged in. <laughs> he was fucked up. We got yeah. That was that was an interesting. It's in event. L.A. If I remember right, yeah. like a nice theater in L.A. Did they have like a red carpet for that too or something? I remember they had. Something I think outside. so, but I don't think we got there in time, yeah. maybe or something, because we were going. We, we just had like, to come from somewhere this else. Where's Because we had some work to do, and I remember we were like we wanted to get upstairs and do work, but then I remember it was like open bar, and I remember it was just well, like downhill. Work's from not there. getting done as much. That was a crazy. But I remember that was a fun. That was so, a fun so, event. So maybe maybe leave your maybe leave your your schedule open. Well, now that I know I'm it's saying. karate combat, not just like a karate. No, it's karate combat. That, that, they they I'm, were fun. I'm actually really interested That's to see. A long it. So day, it is a man. long day. It is a I'm long day. Getting too old for this like 14 hour shit just to just to do it. I I'm know. Like, well, and, and, yeah, you're right. Because when we were younger, we, we did it. Because we like, long day the next day. Like, I just want to do it. I just want to go say I did it. Now it's you got to weigh it out. You got to weigh out your options a little bit more. I'm like, I can go get nice dinner. I'm kind of actually anxious to see because I was looking for where the venue was. It's the it's that. I don't even know what that building's called, like the World Trade. It's not the World Trade Center or whatever, but, you know, it's like right. Like by the North Outlet Mall? Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, interesting. It's in that, and apparently there's a theater or something in there. So it might the be theater. worth going to check out just to see there's a venue in there that we've never, I never, I didn't even know it existed, to be honest with interesting. you. Interesting, yeah. I knew that building had different, like, sort of setups and different little mm-hmm. stuff. But, yeah, no, I've never I've never seen a performance in there before. I'd have been there, for, an event. but I'll be doing CFSC in Atlantic City that, that weekend, and then I'll, uh, interesting. And then I'll fly, I'm going to fly back on Saturday morning. Uh, and I make it in time to to make it to the fight. So I will not be – I guess we'll just throw it out there now. I will not be at the press conference with Colby Covington. Uh, which that, that press conference, by the way, is starting to line up like it's going to be some fireworks. And, uh, you know, you got Tony Ferguson up there, and now all this Ian Gary stuff is going on. And um, But I will not be there for that because I have to fly out the day before. So Man, that should be nuts. It's going to be a, a nutty one. So I'm just, just throwing it all out there for anybody that can't wait to see <laughs> if he tells me to do push-ups again. I, I wouldn't have asked Bro, we can start anyway. drilling push-ups in the garage. Bro, or if he does it, I'll do your 10. It, I got your 10. <laughs> I'll spot your 10. No. No, you don't do something. Because another man does not come out and walk up to you and be like, drop down and give me 10 right now. Like, who the fuck are you? No. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's anyway. Some, that's some cuck shit. Awesome. All right. Uh, listen. Uh, I'm just going to let that slide. That just, just, that was just, I threw that out because of the whole Ian Gary stuff that you brought up earlier. Oh, but whatever. I don't want to get into that. Poor I know that's some bullshit. People getting involved in this business. All right, listen. A couple things, real quick. Uh, I I wanted to just maybe not even really talk about MMA and just spend the entire episode talking about your phone uh, and this AI call screening. (laughs) I was like, what? I uh, I think this is the greatest. You need to get you need to get a little phone. I I, I think this is the greatest use of AI. I just got another one like earlier today or something. So all right, so the, the you'll see advertisement for the Google Pixel 8. So I got the Google Pixel 8. 
and uh, I think it's in both models. There is a plus model and like the whatever. I think I got that plus, but I think it's in either one. But regardless, you can set up the call screening. So if it, uh, say if an unknown number comes in or a number that doesn't think is a real number, it actually, if you have it enabled, it will have like this avatar, this AI answer it and sort of runs them through like, you know, kind of along the lines of like, hey, I'm an assistant for so-and-so. They're not able to come to the phone right now, but what is this call about? Or something along those lines. Because remember, I think I called it once and it hit off and I was like, what is going on? Uh, and then it sort of runs them through prompts and where if you, it kind of asks you if it's like this, is this, like push a button to continue or whatever. Most people either hang up if it's like a spammer or if it's like an automated system, it just shuts it down. It doesn't actually let it go. So it actually screens the call i have yet to have anybody reach out to me and say hey your your ai shit like didn't let my phone go through because most people have like caller id on yeah, their yeah. phone unless they're doing some shady shit like right. who doesn't who blocks it or who these days does private anymore i remember people did that like a lot when it first started yeah, yeah. that was weird as hell it's like, weird and now like I, i'm not gonna answer like yeah if, like, who's gonna answer it yeah if you're if, if my phone rings and it says like unidentified or private yeah. whatever like i'm not answering you have zero chance yeah. of making it through Period. so this just sort of acts as like that buffer for the ones that come up as a number but don't have anything, so a lot of the ones. So if it, if they try to send a text, a lot of times it now it'll just send it to spam, possible spam or block or whatever. But if it tries to be an automated call, it tries to run it through like this little screening process, and then you could you could skip it if you're like, oh, I recognize that number, I I get it why it's trying to like do it, and you could just say bypass or let it through or whatever. I forget the phrasing, and it'll let it come, it'll let it ring right to your phone. Or you just let the fucking AI just like do its I thing. I like it. It is the greatest like thing ever. You told me ever. about this the other day. I'm like, <laughs> I like that. I'm, Apple, I, 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 step your game up. I need I, Apple. I need this. All right, I need it's, this because the man, the number. I mean, and obviously, like, I just don't answer them. But yeah. like, the number of calls that you get, I, mean, yeah. I feel like it's gotten a little bit better than it has. And it's been. from no fault that anything that anybody does. Your yeah. number, you, you you register your number one thing, then somebody sells your number, then your number gets leaked somewhere, or somebody scrapes a website and or dude, whatever. I've had the same phone number for twenty years, and I don't want to change yeah. it because there's so many yeah. content, especially with what we do for a living, and kind of yeah. like people want to get hold of you and stuff. Like, I don't want to change my number. I don't ever want to get rid of my 614 number. Yep. I've had it since forever. I still and got a Dallas number. And I'm number. just like, no, like, don't make me get rid of this number. I'd like, I'd rather tech, let technology or let these bullshit calls. And then I still go through, I'm like, ah, spam, spam. But now that the phone actually does it, I haven't even, it's funny because I see these commercials all the time talking about the, uh, look what it does with the pictures, look what it does with the audio. I'm like, I haven't even used that feature, I, but I'm. I'm raving about this AI love it. call answering, call screening thing. It is the greatest thing ever. I love it. Yeah. I, just, I just want to share that with the world because I don't know if the world knew that was out there, but I'm Dude, impressed by it's, it. I mean, it's AI. It's it's now it's crazy because, I mean, like it's, you know, not that we're going to turn this in the AI show, but it's like it's gotten so much involved with everything now. I mean, when it comes to the editing applications, your Photoshop applications, um, it's funny, Getty, which is one of the places where say you want to submit your video, your your pictures to it. Now, I think a lot of people were worried that people are going to be submitting AI invented works, right? you know, yeah. and then like you know, then it starts, you know, there's it opens up a whole bag of worms. There's some ethical concerns yeah. about that. Now, even Getty is even offering to where now you can use AI to alter some of the image or something. So it's like even on their end, they're embracing it and stuff. So it's it's part of, it's getting to be a part of everything out there. I think there are some issues and stuff we still need to make sure, you know, going forward, the the access and the things that we're giving it to. But in something like this, you know, maybe this is the foothold to crazy shit down the line. But right now, I love this access. I love the fact that I'm saying, hey, algorithm, computer, life form, 
answer my phone for me first. <laughs> Tell me if this person is like yourself, not human, or uh, <laughs> pass it on. Like scream. And I think the voice was pretty pleasant too. So it's like they even do a decent enough like rendition of like a human voice. You know, trying to go. If I could alter it, I'll I'll tell it to like pick some hot like Australian chick to answer my phone or something. <laughs> but it doesn't give me that option. But it's you know it's funny you you talk about all the AI technology stuff. Like I know that um, I, I ended up on some mailing list somehow or whatever. Um, but for the past probably a year or so, they've been marketing like, hey, use AI to translate your podcast into yeah. other languages, yeah. so you can distribute it to other languages and like. I mean, again, now you, you do start getting into some weird things with ethics, and obviously, how do you how do you quality control that? Did they did it actually translate into what you said? But that's a pretty damn cool thing, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? To be able to take your work and and, and distribute it to people that don't speak your language is yeah. is, is pretty damn cool. That like that's a like that is a great use because then it's like especially if you're saying, don't alter my work, just translate the work for me because right. we're starting to see now a lot of organizations speaking of your past just recently organization sports illustrated yeah, caught a lot wow. of flack for actually having ai writers and then go went so far as to create fake profiles for them people caught on people figured out like yo these are like ai you can't even call it a ghost writer because a ghost writer is actually a real writer using an alias right yeah it's it's interesting right because uh you know, it apparently, and, and again, I haven't seen all the details on it, but you're right. I mean, I was just working with them. It was a third-party partnership that was doing it, right? So it wasn't actually Sports Illustrated proper or whatever, but the content was, you know, on their sites because they had the Arena Group and all these different sites, which is what part of what Mixed Martial Arts was gone, which, by the way, actually just sold, uh, as we talked about before. But anyway, um, it is wild, right? Because why... Like, I get it. Like, you're using AI to help generate content. And, and, and by the way, lots of places are starting to do this. So be 100%. on the lookout for it. But then to go so far as to create an, a, a fake account of yeah. a fake person, that's where it starts getting a yeah. like, come on, man. What are you, what are you trying to like, do here? Like, you're trying to cover your tracks. You know somebody's going to be like, okay, we're putting this out there, but we can't just say staff. Or we can't just say AI generated because then people might give a shit about it. But it's like then on the flip side, you're – now trying to cover it up and actually make it seem like there's a real person, which to me seems like that seems shady to me. It seems even shadier. Yeah. Like just admit that it's auto-generated. The, just, you the know, auto-generated content in itself is weird, but I mean, as you see, like some of this AI stuff is pretty good. Like you see yeah. the content, you're like, damn, it's that's getting not, better and better. Because the some of the initial stuff I think we saw was was rough. Right. It was rough. There was weird phrasing and some stuff that just like you're like, oh, yeah. I wonder what they're trying to mean. This like. Yeah. Like when you read the sentence, like that's a real sentence, but it's like it doesn't. Nobody make would sense. say that. Nobody, Nobody would, would say it that way, you know. But it's like, oh, an AI would. But now it's learning. But now it's, it's getting better and better, you know. So and it's crazy. I want to say USA Today or somebody. One of the uh, things dabbled with something. I thought at one point, and then we were like, "Yo, stop!" Yeah. Or whatever. So people are gonna to mess say? with it because, bro, the, the media business, like obviously, yep. I mean, you know, the, I mean, the margins are tiny and they're and they're getting smaller and the if budgets are You don't have to have a writer, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're cranking out 13 extra stories that day. Hmm. Why not? That bottom line starts looking a little bit better, you know. So yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, you know, like, I mean, so AI. AI. Let them answer your phone. Don't let them be fake. <laughs> don't let them do your work. Okay, yeah, that's that's what we need to do. Yes. <laughs> don't don't create fake people with them. Yes. 
but let them answer. Help me with the you. pictures. Uh, Help me with some cool Photoshop. I was, shit. Uh, you know, I'm the not a big Photoshop guy, but like that generative fill stuff, <sighs> and I mean, it's it's ridiculous, it's dude. Insane. I mean, shit that would take hours before that. I remember I was like, okay, I'd learn and I'd study and I'd study and I'd practice. I'm like, okay, I got this skill down. I know how to do this. There's probably three different, four different ways to do something. I'm like, I was proud. I was like, oh, I figured out one way that worked for me. Now it's like, okay, just draw a line around it, <laughs> right in there, and say, hey, erase this, add this, and whoa, there it is. And you're like, oh, shit. It's there insane, goes 10 man. years of my life that was just like, it's wow. insane how much it's still like automated Unreal. stuff. Uh, I did want to give a shout out, by the way, uh, to for you as well. Uh, poor one out for Ohio State. I was, uh, <sighs> I watched that game. I was, I was in the airport actually, uh, uh, had to bring that and, and watched the game. And I just want to pour one out for you, man. I was, they, they fought valiantly. It was a heck of a game. Let me use my little. This is from the alumni associate because I donated. This is some large wrapping paper it gave me from the Buckeyes. Let me just cover my face <laughs> up real quick. Oh, I'm just shit myself away. Hey, it was they, tough. They it was. Uh, did you go out and watch it, or did you watch? No, it? I watched it here. Watch them. And it's it's uh, yeah that's the time of year where I have like people I've known like most of my life from Ohio that some went to the dark side and rooted for Michigan who knows for whatever reason I have my ideas why they all did I think the Fab Five was a big reason why a lot of people mm, big went Michigan. over to Michigan it was a, it was a it was a huge iconic oh bro we were moment. kids the uh, the Michigan starter jackets oh, boy, God, everybody that, was everybody ridiculous. Had those. So, uh, but yeah, it's the time of year I'll see people I've known forever where I'm just like, I want to stab you in your neck. And they're like, Michigan, they're like, yeah, Buckeyes, three year. And I'm like, I'm just fuming, I'm fuming. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad it was a non-UFC week because I know there would have been some people in the media room that I probably would have choked. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm not there because I know they're still going to bring it up when uh, I see him. But yeah, it was a I was I was, was a I was, I was at the Admirals Club at Washington D.C. because it uh, it was a really it was a great game. We it was a good game. It was a good game. It was a man, good game. We, we took a we took an evening flight home from Washington D.C. so that we didn't have to like get up super early, you know. Yeah. But I had to check out of the hotel. And uh, so we went to the Admirals Club and just kind of hung out there. And so I watched the entire game for the Admirals Club, and then we and then we boarded. I'm so. telling you, that's why. I mean, I love I love well, I love college sports. I love college football, but I love that rivalry. I mean, when you it goes back, it's over a hundred years. Crazy, We've been right? Doing it for a hundred years. That's why they call it the granddaddy of all you know of all rivalries. I mean, it's unreal. But yeah, it's been going on for so long. But yeah, it is it is deeply rooted. In my bones. That's why it's so funny when I'm out and about and I see somebody wearing something Michigan. I just got that, <laughs> like that something in my stomach. It's funny, like, like, don't put that on your fucking dating profile, cause bitch, I'm gonna swipe left on that one. It's gone. Just don't even talk to me. Don't even talk to me. Can't even look like it. chick is hot. Uh, no, oh, she could be hot as hell. I'm like, oh, she probably she's psycho. She's deep down, she's psycho. I love it. But All yeah. right, listen, we got a lot to Rough talk about what's coming up this weekend. I uh, did want to just recap briefly since I did not do an <laughs> and-a-half episode following the PFL World Championship. Uh, you know, obviously it was a good week in, in, in Washington, D.C. Um, just being out there was, was cool. I'd never been out there before. My, my wife and kid enjoyed it. They got to go around and see all the sites and that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, it's very unique to see. I mean, if you've never been to, like, D.C., it's definitely one of those spots where it's like you feel like you have to go. I mean, yeah. like, you can only go to – I mean, well, I, I – I've never been to Disneyland, but I was going to say, you can only go to Disneyland so many times before you got to take your kids to some place that matters to the country. Yep. Like, take your kids to D.C. Yeah, know, at least see go it. see. You That's know? what I was saying. I was telling my kid, you know, as he starts, you know, when he's doing these history lessons and stuff, at least you've seen it and you know what That's they're talking the be- about. That's you the know, best part. Let it re- I did resonate. see that they went to the Smithsonian because I was asking yeah. you if they went to the Smithsonian's and I saw I saw uh, D posted that they had went to the Smithsonian's. That's yeah. good. Like, Super it's legit. Cool. I mean, like, those, those 
museums and those places out there are just fantastic. And it's, and it's all free, which is which is super well, cool. We've you been know, paying for them forever. Yeah, well, <laughs> true, it's our tax dollars. <laughs> You're right, but at least they don't pay for it. At least they don't, that's a good point. At least they don't ask you again <laughs> yeah. to reach into your pocket. Double you taxation. Yeah. You're not allowed to double taxation. <laughs> that's great. I didn't think about it that way. It is. It's your, it's your tax dollars. You have paid for it. You've been paying for it for your whole life. So yeah. Might as well go enjoy. So there. Please go another enjoy thing. it. Go enjoy it. You've been paying for it since the time you started working. Since the time I started as a as a. <laughs> As a uh, what, what was it? As an usher? At, no, I didn't even start as an usher. My first job was at a movie theater, uh, just cleaning up the theater. Oh. And then I made it to usher. And then oh, I made you it. Stepped to, up. Then you know what I mean? Then you were the popcorn yeah. guy that was doing the funny stuff in the popcorn. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So from the time I was 16 years old, and then that, and then that's what I went to be a bus. And then my first job was a busboy in the restaurant business. Uh, I've been and paying that for that. That put you on so. a big path. A lot of people started in a busboy. Started as a busboy. It's like got to be the biggest. Way in on dishwasher yep. and a busboy. Bus, dishwasher was the first job I had in the back of the house. I wanted to go yep. in the kitchen because I wasn't old enough to wait tables yet, but I didn't really love busing. And the host was all like, you know, they basically just had like all girls. Yep. And so I didn't want to go do that, uh, which was dumb. Now, in retrospect, I should have wanted to go do that yeah. and just hang out with the girls all day long. Uh, but I was like, I want to go work in the kitchen. They're like, well, this, yeah, you got to have experience. This is where unless we start. You, unless you know somebody in the yep. kitchen, you, like, you don't start, start without experience in the kitchen. You start, start as a dishwasher. That's and then it. from there, you learn start, how to prep a little bit. How it is. Bring you over to the prep table. Yep. yep. Maybe maybe tease you on the expo wearing the weeds. Here, come help me out a little bit. Put yep. the garlic bread on here. Do this, do this, do oh, this. Oh, you know it. You know it. So I've been paying for it. So I'm, I'm glad I went to experience. But uh, yeah. PFL, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know. Did you did you end up watching the, 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 the fights? I did. I did. Good. I'll say this: the atmosphere. They they pick good venues, man. The um the 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 theater at Madison Square Garden was cool last year. Um, the, this this theater that they found it was called the Anthem. It was like a concert venue in Washington D.C. It's right on the water. There's some bars and restaurants around there. Um, but it, it it's a cool venue and they set it up cool. Like it it's it's got like a party vibe. I think they got you know I think they got all their sponsors in there and you know yeah. it, it, there's a bunch of VIP areas That's and Celsius Celsius I plenty of Celsius. Here, what do you think about this with your Celsius post fight? Let me hand you this can. I was like, how awkward can you make it? Like just stop. It's a little just bit. Put a graphic. <laughs> put a graphic or something. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. You know they do the same thing in the USC like when they have like the empty monster. But you know what I mean? They'll make a deal like here. Let me work this into my phrase. The ones the ones that crack me up. Are the ones that like take a fake sip out of the empty oh. can of monster. What's, like. what's funny is that it's usually the teammate half the time that right. gives them the thing because yeah, the yeah. teammate knows. It's probably like they're like, that's their job. Is like, hey, Don't. remind me to remind me this, which give is me this an important can. job because yes. make sure you I get my paycheck. Like, say Joe Rogan or somebody's gonna go in there and Joe, you think Joe Rogan's be like, yeah, bro, I'm not gonna hand him <laughs> the monster can. Like, no, no. <laughs> you, think, you think Joe might push back a little more than yeah. Dan Hardy did? <laughs> yeah. Joe might. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, do you think he would even verbally respond? I think he'd just laugh in their face. Just, I think he would just, just literally laugh and walk away. I'm like, <laughs> like Joe, yeah. here's what we're thinking, man. Can you carry this in and <laughs> hand it in? Here's what we're thinking. Uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> he wouldn't even give <laughs> yeah. a response, dude. Like I said, he'd just laugh and walk off, man. That'd be great. But, uh, yeah, no, it but was good. It was good. Uh, I, I will say, you know, the, the atmosphere was great. I enjoyed it. Um, I like their live shows. I like their – I mean, it's, it always feels a little bit more quaint and a little more maybe less of a big, crazy – then you feel like you get from like the UFC ones, yep. but they do a really good job of uh, occupying the space that they're in very well. That's it, right? Lots they of good set, lights, they the set sounds it up and well. Stuff. They, yeah. get, they make it feel it's a good bells vibe and in whistles. There. It feels more like a, like a concert performance sometimes with some of the lighting, the way the moving lights and the stuff that actually plays to the fans. Whereas like the UFC, when the lights and stuff, it's all about lighting the fighting area. Whereas when you go to some of the PFLs, 
the lights are moving around the room. They're kind of doing it where it feels yep. like it's more wild environment where it's it feels to me like more of like a theatrical or a concert performance. I did notice one thing that I thought was weird is that, and I think I've noticed this before with their live events because I don't go a ton of their cards, but I go to some. Is that all the stats? You know, you have all those stats on the TV. Yeah, they're not anywhere in the arena, and so I thought that's weird because it's such a big the smart cage, the smart and all cage, the so AI, big. whatever they, the, yeah. the AI scoring or the whatever. AI scoring that they have. By the way, AI scoring, fine. Answering your phone, fine. Still not okay to be a fake AI journalist. But AI scoring works too. But uh, How do we know now that the real judges are doing it? <laughs> if they got the judges? AI scoring, I mean like. Maybe that's the answer, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, they don't feature anywhere. And somebody from PFL told me that the commission asked them not to have that um, because I guess they didn't want the judges to have access to it, which I guess. But like to me, it seems like – so I didn't follow up with the commission to find out that's true, but that's what they – that's what they said. They, that's I mean, what they said. They think they said. I think the commission asked us. They not don't want to. them to be uh, swayed by the right. real numbers. But it, but it, but it, yeah, but what? <laughs> you think you'd want them to be able to double check the, what exactly, they're seeing out right? there, right? Like I would, I would say, give the judges as much information as you can. Now, yeah. th- then, then there becomes a thing like, what if the information is incorrect? You know what I mean? Because live, obviously, live scoring of strikes and stuff like that is hard. Um, and so I have heard people say like, yeah, but if that number is not accurate and the judge is looking at a number that's not necessarily accurate, well, now you might potentially skew them to something that isn't what they were thinking. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe if you just weighed it, like weighed it proportionally and say, hey, guys, I know you're used to not having this. This is just a reference. Don't base it solely on the numbers you're going to see here. But if this helps you as a reference, if you have questions about a certain aspect of that element, like if you're if you're in your head and you're like, oh, my gosh. It could be ten nine either way, either way. Like I just need one little little bit of information. There's a part where they're on the other side. I, maybe I didn't see that the four strikes that he threw, or the four whatever, or something. Or I I definitely lean in the the side of you know if more information is good, just do so it too. do it with the understanding. Like don't like you said, there could be a mistake, there could be whatever. Yeah. Um, if you need if you need confirmation of your thoughts, you know what yeah. I mean. Like don't let that be your sole guiding thing. Is that you know well. Well, I, you know, I watched the whole action uh, unfold, and I think the red corner won, but the stats showed that blue had more strikes, so I got to go yeah. blue now. Like, no, 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 no. Like, but to use it as like, I'm pretty sure it's red. And then you look down and be like, oh, and red had more strikes. So yeah, yeah. Because it's like if not, it's like a it's like a gut a gut call. They're like, I really feel this. I mean, ultimately, they comes down to like their head. They have a running sort of tally in their head. Like, I think they're going to feel pretty strongly one particular way, you know, by the end because that's how it's always been. And I think if anything else, they can look at the numbers like, yeah, okay, yeah, this confirms what I'm feeling. But again, if they're like, man, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. If it gives them another access to make sure that the right person gets the call, the right person should Give get the as call. as much information as possible, yeah. right? I, I agree. So I, I thought that was interesting. But um, other than that, you know, listen, and I love that Don Davis came back and immediately, like, without even being – asked you know he starts giving an open statement is like would we have liked more finishes yes we would have liked more finishes yeah. um so i thought that was well, interesting. he's been he's been on a, a whirlwind lately he's, he's on, like he's, he's coming out like right strong now. lately he's on fire I feel like right the now dude, you didn't even see the dude for like years true. and then all of a sudden it's like you hear you see him like everywhere now we talk, we actually him and i have talked about maybe doing uh like a podcast together like oh, so, so, so that might be fun I, I like the guy man he's he's he's, he's a, a tr- character but you know so i like the fact that he said um that you know hey we want more finishes cuz there were moments in the night that just felt it's it's and there's nothing they can do about it right like yeah. I, you know i it's I'm, fighting it's it's fighting and you, you all you can do is put the two fighters in there and what happens in the cage yep. you, you can't control um it, but it's you know when you have the possibility of, of that many five round fights it's going to drag a little bit but I, I don't think you can blame it on them i would 
I do, and I know Don said that he's not for this right now, but they've always said, hey, we're open to change and we're open to evolving along the way. I do think you should do elbows in the finals, man. Showcase fights in in finals. I understand why you don't do it during the season, right? You don't want to cut – that you know can't that basically you know needs time to recover from and they can't turn around in four weeks. I get it, but I think you need elbows, man. That Brunson fight would have been over earlier. 100%. Like there was 100%. there were definitely instances where it's like, come on, like, and it's funny because I forgot that Kayla that was a with thing. Elbows. I forgot that that was a thing, and then I'm hearing them like, there you can't do elbows because there's points where like they're mounted. I'm just like. Just drop some bows, dude, yep. and it's done. And it's done. I was like, what do you mean they can't elbow? I was like, that's just silly. And you know what's funny? So I was talking to Derek Brunson. That's or- like the controversial LFC rule where you can't do any standing head strikes. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what the press says. You know what I mean? So, uh, no, it's <laughs> – that's too funny. Great, great lingerie fighting championship reference there. I love it. <laughs> Um, it's funny how every now and then somebody finds like a clip of that and be like, is this you? Like, it sure is. It sure is. Me and cold coffee. <laughs> um, but you know, it's funny. I was talking to Derek Bronson, um, earlier this week about it. Might, might've just been yesterday actually. Um, but he, and he, and I was asking him, what do you think? You know, and he had kind of said it, but I, I wanted to hear him talk about it. And he's like, yeah, he's like, do elbows and showcase fights, do them in the finals. And he was talking about too, because it's not just, well, if you have elbows, you can get cut and that'll end it faster. He explained it perfectly, which is like, when you're on bottom and you're defending, he's like, it's, it's kind of easy really to just grab the wrist and tie them up yeah but if you do that and the and the, and the fighter that's on top that has his wrist controlled can still elbow because that's what you can right just because you grab a wrist you can still roll through yeah. it and land shots you can land forearms and you can land elbows it's, that changes everything right so the fighter can't just kind of stall out underneath and and that's that's what it's really about so i, I think Sometimes when you hear people say, yeah, there should be elbows, it's like, well, are you saying because you want to see more cuts and you want to see fights ended that way? It's like, no, it's not that. It's that even when you control the wrist, a person can still land strikes at some point, yeah. so you, you have to move and turn and advance his position. You know, I mean, Even with the elbows, it's not like if you elbow, it's guaranteed that you're going to cut somebody right. open. It's just another strong strike, but, I mean, it is one of the hardest bones in the body, so you could do some crazy shit with it, but it's like it's just another – you're taking one of these uh, weapons away that is just so definitive a lot of these times to finish these fights. And it's just like, come on. And and the fact that they even want to do showcase, like just open it to everybody. The only people that shouldn't be using it if you're worried about is the amateurs. Don't allow – if you're going to have amateurs fight on the card, all the pros on there should be able to what, throw them. What about the, – but the, the regular season, you're okay with limiting them, right? Or you think Why? use them in the regular season? It, well, if you're doing it in the regular season, then you're just worried because you're going to lose competitive right. because you're right, trying right, to do right, it. Right. But most cuts, depending on how they are, the the length of the the, the recovery time, True. it's probably going to be fine. It's True. not like they're going to be out three or four months because of a cut. You might be out 30, 60 days. Yeah. But if they're worried because if they say, okay, no contact for 30 days or no contact for whatever, that I can see where somebody's whatever. But, I mean – I guess if you have to have a concession, and if that's your really main doing, worry. And, and they're not really doing the two fights in a night thing anymore, right? So it's like no, I don't think so. No, they didn't this year. I don't. So I don't think that's really their plan I mean, anymore. It's just it's an exciting element of mixed martial arts. I mean, yeah. and like the fact that you you don't have that. I mean, I mean, I get it. I mean, there's a reason they don't have like soccer kicks when the guys are down and doing other crazy stuff. But like elbows, like come on, like yeah, I think- just because you hit with an elbow, there's no guarantee that you're gonna, you know cut somebody and then there's the potential but i mean maybe if anything else then you just rework your your season to to have that but most of the fights it seems like there'd be enough time for them to heal um but who knows all right so maybe if there has to be a concession maybe no preseason but let the playoffs like let the playoffs let it just start happening don't make it just even the championship like 
let it when it gets to the finals let the have your alternates in case something like that happens um but allow it to happen i mean i feel like especially if you're going to be taking more fighters in that come from organizations that have that history you're asking a fighter to go against everything that they've sort of ingrained fight in themselves differently. fight differently yeah. i thought so much in my head like how often during that fight did Derek have to tell himself, remember, don't throw an elbow, don't throw an elbow, don't throw an elbow. Like to consciously stay that in your head, like then you're up in your head. You want them fighting and flowing and not thinking like, okay, what rule set am I yeah. in here? Muscle what memory. rule set am I it's, worried it's, it's about? It's the reason we always talk about, the, you know, that the unified rules should be unified everywhere so a fighter doesn't have to think. And, and, right. you know, same thing, right? Like don't tweak the rules. Like just right. let the rules be the rules. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope that evolves, man. I, I really do. I hope that evolves. So we'll, we'll see. Again, I know Don Davis is right now saying he's against it, but they're always talking about, hey, we're willing to change. We're willing to evolve. So, so I hope they do. They um, should poll the fighters. See what the fighters say. Not, the fighters say we want it. Then being the organization that's kind of said that, hey, we're here for the, the, the fighters. Fighters and fans Let first. the fighters pick. If fans are saying it. If yeah. the fighters are saying it and your fighters and fans first. There you go. There it's a great it is. Great idea. Great idea. Yep. Um, we'll say, uh, you know, and I kept, kind of touched on it last week, but it continued all through the week. Uh, a lot of optimism everywhere. I think everybody's excited just that everything's in the open. It's done. Yeah. Um, I know the meetings were happening with the Bellsource staff this week. Uh, so hopefully they, they'll figure that all out and they'll start making some announcements of who's going over and what, you know, what their roles will be. Oof, um, fingers crossed on that. Yeah, I, I, I do too, man. I, I really hope everybody from Bellator, you know, that wants to go. That wants to go. Gets the opportunity to go. If they, they, they decide they don't want to, I get it because I think there's going to be some people that don't. But, you know, be a damn shame to just to just lose your job because there's a lot of capable people that work their ass off for a long time because yep. that is – that is a small staff, man. They they did a lot of work for a very small staff. Not that PFL yep. is like massive. And I was going to say PFL does, P, P, PFL is a pretty small staff as well. I mean, you would think that they could use the uh, the help. I think so, especially when they're taking on all this uh, extra little stuff. But yep. um, yeah, I mean, it's just such a good staff. I mean, we've worked with that staff for for so many years. Yep. You know, you kind of want the people that have put so much of their heart and soul in it have that potential. Because I mean, the sale was nothing of their doing. It's right. not like it's not like through any fault of their own or whatever, you yeah, know, because I their mean, poor like, performance, yeah. that, you know, they had to go away. Like, no, they worked. If their they ass only off. worked, you know, twenty six hours a day, it would have been much better than only working the twenty four hours a day that they typically and, did. And even, know? and even not even just. I mean, obviously, the people we work closest with would be like the executives and the PR people, but even like the operations teams yeah. and stuff like that. Like, I mean, they're they good people. Their, good people, man. Yep. It was always good to be around. So a lot of them came. I mean, I know there was the guys that definitely had uh, time at the UFC and other big organizations. Yep. So it wasn't like it was like scrub dudes. Like it's legit operations team. Like yeah, it's a, it's a great, it's a. It's a good, it's a good staff, man. I hope, I hope, I hope they all get to get to come over. I hope it works out, man. We'll see some, uh, we'll see some announcements over the coming weeks for sure. So, uh, we'll be looking forward to that and seeing how it all plays out. In the meantime, this week UFC is in Austin. Uh, I did not make the trip down to Texas. I love, obviously, my home state of Texas. I love Austin. It's a fun town. Uh, but there was just too much on the calendar. I need at least a week at home before my family just completely disowned me. But, uh. Interesting because just before we started to hit record on this and get going, we were just kind of shooting the shit a little bit but as buddies talking about the card, and I'm pretty excited about this card. And uh, my, my buddy Cole Coffee doesn't <laughs> seem to share no. the same enthusiasm I mean, it's, with me. It, you know, uh, it would have been a, it's a, a it's an event I wouldn't have wanted to travel for. I like I'll appreciate watching it and stuff like that. I mean, there's some good fights on and stuff, but you know, again, we are also and we'll get into it a little bit. We were talking about BKFC that's going to be on the same weekend. There's some really killer fights on that one. I mean, like, so if I had to say, is this the most exciting set of fights that's going to happen on this 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 Saturday? 
I don't know if it is. I mean, I think some of them, the fights are going to be definitely ones. But again, this is a diehard card in my my mind. People that are junkies, people that are listening to this podcast are going to like this event. But is, this is the kind of event that if this was at the Apex, people would be bitching because, oh, this is another typical Apex, shark, Apex card. But this card now is actually on the road. While it's got some great fights that, you know, are, I think, fights that are kind of working themselves for guys getting into contention, there's nothing really anybody here outside of the main event that's like screaming for title contention right or anybody even yeah, somewhat yeah, yeah. near in in rock throwing distance the main event has some real title implications right. not, not immediate number one contender fight but I'm, I'm intrigued by the main event right yeah. because Benil Dariush Armin Sarukin first of all I mean I just have long felt that Armin Sarukin is the real deal right I mean 100%. he is the real deal um but Benil Dariush is also the real deal, right? And, and how and can I, you not root for that guy? The, the I mean, like. nicest human being on the planet. I mean, seriously, the <clears throat> nicest human being on the planet. But did have a really bad outing against Charles Oliveira, right? Did not look good last time out. Yeah. Um, and so now you wonder. Charles has a way of doing that to people. Charles does have a way of doing that to people. Um, so, I, I mean, this this to me is, is, a, is an incredible fight because, boy, I looked at the odds. I am shocked, what man. Is Armand is like minus 300. But Neil Darius plus two thirty, plus two forty. Look, I'm a little surprised at that. I am too. I am too. I thought it would be much closer to closer, a pickem than closer that. Closer to a pickem. I, I I really did. Um, Wowzers. And, and I'm I'm guessing maybe that just has to do with the fact that. Benil has long been kind of undervalued and underrespected, and obviously he didn't look great last time out. But as you said, a lot of people don't look great against Charles Oliveira, and I'm, I'm a little surprised as well because I thought Armand Sarukin was one of those guys that has kind of been. Uh, under uh, under the radar a little bit, maybe hadn't necessarily had uh, you know the recognition that he deserves. So I didn't know, think the lines makers, the odds makers, would give him that type of value. Um, Armand has that kind of Armand has that re- again. I feel like he's the real deal from the day you know from before he came to the UFC, and then his debut was against Islam Mahashev. And I think maybe at that time people didn't really value Islam as much as I already did. So I thought that was a great performance, especially in the yep. debut. Um, so I've been very very high on Armand since then. Armand does maybe have um, that kind of thing that Islam had, right, where he doesn't necessarily have all the names on his record, but it's not really through any fault of his own because a lot of people haven't necessarily wanted to sign up to fight him. He had a big think, problem with that I think for very, a lot of his career. I think Nobody they're wanted very to sign up for him. Yep, very, I think they had those very similar paths where it was like, hey, man, we got to fight for you. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, it's Armand Saruk. And be like, oh, oh. Uh, I no, forgot that was my kid's uh, yeah, my, baptism. The, the thing, uh, did you, <laughs> what, thing. Date, what date did you say that was again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's no, it. That's the, the I had that thing that I had <laughs> forgotten about. And so uh, maybe – uh, you know, somebody else on another day will talk. Um, so, but th- so this is this to me is either the big, you know, kind of arrival party of Armand Saruk yeah. where you can't deny how good you he can. is, yep. or Benil Darius gets the bounce back to say like, "Hey, man, I know I had a bad outing, but I'm still that guy." Um, so the main event is, I-, I love the main event, but I-, I guess I do get what you're saying about you know, again, it's it, you know, and that's just the reality, right? Pay per views are where are where the loaded yeah. cards are, but I, I am intrigued. Bobby Green versus Jalen Turner, um, you know, it's not J- the matchup that would have been like. Bobby Green and Hooker is what I mean. Yeah. Like I like the Jalen Turner, but I mean Bobby Green and Hooker. That's a, that's another level. Yeah. But that's partially because I think just how much people like Dan Hooker and what they know what Dan's going to bring. Yep. I think Jalen's getting there, but Jalen just the personality difference. Um, he hasn't he hasn't endeared as many people because he's kind of not aloof. He's just kind of the. Uh, 
He's got his unique sort of like weird yeah. sort of like. He's got the tarantula. He's got his that, spider things. He's got the tarantula things. things. You know, like I think people just haven't got him. And like to, you saw, like uh, well, in the media day today, he opened up more so as the um, as it went on. But at the beginning, he seemed, his answers are very short. He looked like he was struggling with like the weight stuff. And I was like, I think he always. Uh, I think that's part of it. Like, and I think and obviously that's stepping the normal in on sort of thing. too. But yeah, yeah, he's so big for the weight he's class. Huge. I think it's media days. I, I feel like he's better like on non fight week. But a yes. lot of people only see fighters on fight week. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Because I think the weight cut is very, very hard. For I him. mean, he's unique. I mean, I, I I like his personality. I think as people get used to seeing him more often, and he gets a bigger spotlight with like a win over Bobby Green is just gonna huge. just shoot him to the stars. I mean, it'll be huge for him. I did lean Green on this one because I mean, I I have a hard time just going against Bobby, and when so I do, he Bobby. he just fucking makes me look silly, and he does what he does. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that fight, those two fights, and then I mean, yeah, if you go down the line, I mean, obviously you look at Font, you look at Figueroa, like that's a great fight. Especially Figueroa moving up, Figueroa's changing does divisions. It, does it work at bantamweight? I don't know. Does it know. not work at bantamweight? I did actually pick him, and I was thinking about that. I was like, maybe I that was a stupid pick. But he had he had bad weight cuts to bantamweight. But yes. again, anytime you move he's up so a weight powerful. class, powerful, he's so powerful. And that's what, Rob loves his boxing. He loves his striking. He's gonna want to stand and bang. And Davidson's like. Yes, please. Yep. Thank you. Like, yep. can we just stand and bang? And like, if it comes to that, I, Davison, that that's Davison's fight. If he, if he, and, and if he doesn't, and this, then I'll finally say, okay, cool. I can stop like just putting so much into Davison's strength and so much in this thing. Like, I mean, it's one thing. Yes, he was normally like a smaller guy and fighting like Moreno, but those Moreno fights were just incredible. It was so fun. So maybe. Maybe the size difference is going to be a big thing because Rob is a big dude, but man, Davison, it just he's, powerful, aggressive. He, I guarantee he's been fighting, training against guys Rob's fonts size yeah. or bigger his whole career. So it's not going to be this big crazy difference. Oh. And I think if Rob just wants to make it a fighting, if he if he has great boxing, then I think it could work in his favor because Davison is he's a he's just a, a slobber knocker man. He mm-hmm. just wants to throw big. Hands, but would you say he's the like a technical guy? And I, I wouldn't say he's a technical striker. I say he's a good striker. He's a powerful striker. But when you get like these guys like Font and some of these Font's guys, so the guy, like legit boxing, boxing oh, it's so good. So, yeah. Like if he makes it a boxing match, then yeah, I mean. Oh, if, if Font can just keep him at the end of the jab, keep yeah. him away, you know what I mean, and, and use good footwork to stay out of the way of those rushes, then it's yeah. going to be a long night for Devin. So I, so so there again, I like I like because I don't know what I'm going to see there. Because right? yeah. that's what I like in fights. You, when I look at a fight and I'm like, I'm pretty damn sure I know what's going to happen here. Yeah. Now, again, it's MMA and anything can happen, yep. but that's when it's less exciting, right? Because you're like, well, yeah, that played out exactly like I thought it would. When you look through your head and you're like, man, I can see this, I can see that, yeah. that's when I get anticipation, right? Yep. Same thing. Sean Brady, Kelvin Gaslam. Sean Brady was undefeated, didn't look great last time out. Now he needs a rebound. You know, there was some illness and stuff that he doesn't like to talk about, but it was. Um, then you got Kelvin Gaslam, who's going back down to 70, where I always thought he should be, to be honest. From the time he went to middleweight, I was like, man, 70 should be the right place for him. But we know that the weight cut was hard for him, so is he going to look good at 70, or was this a mistake this late in his career? A lot of questions there, you know what I mean? So so th- those top four right now, those yeah. top four fights, man, you talk about storyline and implications and future paths it's all there for me so i like those now i will get with you on the rest of it i guess now you get down to then it's just favorites it's, it's just, just like fun. guys right. that mean something to you i am interested to see because if brady and that gas them gets down to some grappling like if people don't realize brady is a his grappling is just sick mm-hmm. like it's ridiculous 
And yep. I feel like that's his – I mean, not, he has, he's got good hands, but I think that's his best avenue is actually get a hold of Gaslam and, and work that crazy grappling. But, yeah, then you go down. I mean, like, who doesn't love Puna? I mean, who doesn't love Guida? Come on, man. I mean, love like, those guys. <laughs> just, Misha Tate is on there. Tate's Julia on Avila, there. Which those are ranked opponents. I, I know yeah. that – you know, the Bantamweight division, I know it's not just – rife with top contenders it's like yeah. uh, it's 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 fighters that have been there for a long time but it is still Misha Tate, still who Misha Tate. everybody loves Julia. Misha Tate yeah. um and, and then you get down I mean you, Joe Selecki, Jakar Close could be a lot of fun Steve Garcia, Melchizedek Costa could be a lot of fun uh I mean so there's some there's some fights I think should be fun but th- again those are kind of you know just fights that are happening right you know yeah. what I mean they're, they're not they're, nobody's gonna break into the rankings with those performances or announce themselves as contenders but I, I think it's not a, I think it's not I mean a it's a good card. card it's a good card I mean but again this but it's yeah outside of those top those top fights this is like what fight nights were supposed to be like reintroduce you to people that are working their way ups but people trying to get towards contention but not really yet there that's it you know sort of deal now you're gonna, you got, you're looking at it. You also have BKSC the same night. Did you, yeah, it's my, my, my phone on the other. One. You keep talking. I'll go <laughs> shut that alarm. I'm off. like, do we have a, a smoke alarm going on here? Well, I was like, is is is, is the Casa is the West Wing on fire over there? Can the staff handle that or? Uh, what, can, can I ask what you had an alarm set for? At, I'll just say it. I mean, it's 4 p.m. Pacific here in Las Vegas. What did you have an alarm set for 4 p.m.? Was there an afternoon nap plan that didn't get a, that didn't happen, or what was the 4 p.m. alarm set for? <laughs> I can't remember. I probably said it. I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. That's why I was surprised it went off. This, well, this is the old phone, so I'm, it's probably something I, I must. How have, many phones like, do you have? This is I just use for gaming. Oh, <laughs> this is the old the, the old gaming phone. phone. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that, you know you're balling when you got like one phone over this. Just well, no, I mean it's like because if I try to trade it in, they want to give me like five dollars for it. So true. I'm like, why that am I going to trade it in? It's like, and I'm not just going to throw it away. So it is, I just play games on it, and I just it's connected to the Wi-Fi. It doesn't even have a. There's no service. It's just Wi-Fi, so I just game on it. That's funny. I did help my mom upgrade her phone recently, and and uh, I think the trade-in value of her old iPhone, which I want to say, I can't remember. It wasn't like an old, old, old iPhone, but it was kind of old. But, yeah, I think the trade-in value was like $35 or something. I'm like, what's the like, Even if you're getting 35 is better than yeah. like a lot of old Androids. Like these, they don't, uh, depending on like what brand, if it's not like one of the major brands like Samsung, and even then if it's not like one of the newest models, they don't give you shit for it. That's it's like, why give it? At that point, I could gift it to some somebody that's like, I don't have a phone. Like, here, have this old <laughs> ass phone. <laughs> it's really, yeah, you know, instead of the five. So yeah, I just use it. For, I use it for gaming. So I probably set an alarm to remind me to go into the game and do something. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know, I'm the games, gonna, game world's real, man. You got, not, I got, I got my peoples that are trying to, you know, make sure we're. we're I'm not gonna make funny. I'm not gonna make funny for that. I've been do- I've been playing this one game for like five years. <laughs> oh, that's the one where you've like made friends around the world. Oh yeah, and all stuff? around the world. <laughs> Just while we were texting, some guy, one of the guys from like uh, Russia, hit me up. And he's like, "Can you move one of your farms into the?" Uh- I think we- I think we may have talked about that once or twice on the show. But you were t- <laughs> like, I know we've had conversations off air where you're like, like people have spent like thousands and thousands of Dude. dollars. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's it's ridiculous. The game is it's it's one of those like what they call pay to play. Like they like get you hooked. You you start playing it, and then it's like they put you up against other people. And then you want to have the best stuff. So people invested money, invested money, and you reach the max limits. But then the game changed, and it says, "Oh hey, no, now there's gonna be a new city level." And then people just keep throwing money. So I was like, "Bro, stop!" But. <laughs> 
but it's like it's people I've been playing this game with for like five years, so we like I just chat and just do whatever and play the game or whatever and compete against other people. Oh, but yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. All so right. that's probably what I had to learn. But now I can't remember why I said it. So now there's worlds. My, my my gamers are dying <laughs> without me. <laughs> Protect your people, bro. <laughs> Protect your people. Yeah. Your fortifications. That's are why being... I'm still single. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. This is a really fun date, but I need to uh, step outside. Um, this conversation you... was great, but uh, right now there's a, there's an elite war against this other <laughs> server that uh, my peoples are, is waiting for I'm me. Being can you, can invaded you... on my. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's ruined my sleep patterns. Uh, oh, no, it hasn't. It has. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. It's All right, problem. Uh, so this, so the card in Austin is good. It's definitely worth your time, uh, and it's an early card too, so it's not late. But I will say the BKSC fifty six card is pretty damn strong as well. This is one of the most stacked lineups they've ever put together in BKSC. Um, it is a pay per view this time, so uh, not you know. And again, it's you know they always try to keep this thing of value. Uh, you know, it's you can do an annual. I think you just said you you signed up for the annual for like fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Yeah, and I think I did. I, I signed up through Fight Plus. Which includes BKSC, and it's like sixty bucks a year. But any of the other stuff that they have on Fight TV, um, so I mean that's pretty cheap when you it think is, about it. It is, especially yeah, because the, even the 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 monthly went up. I, I swear at one point it used to be five ninety nine. It used to be four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. It was four ninety nine. I think yeah. now it's seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Still isn't bad. Yeah. And I heard so it went up a couple of little. I heard times in two thousand twenty four, like uh, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say. Uh, well, well, Tentatively, they're planning on a lot more events, so yeah. uh, they're, 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 it's good, it's worth it. But every now and then, they do and pay I mean, per view. Like, you're stacking like these cards, like these cards become fun. Like early yep. on, I was like, man, like it was it was it was so cheap, but you 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 got it because it was like, well, there'll be a, a good match every once in a yeah, while yeah. and something different. Now, now this week you got Eddie Alvarez ridiculous. versus Mike Perry, which come on, that that in is in the what that's they do, worth the, that's, the King of Violence title yeah. is what that I mean. They got a belt. <laughs> they're, 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 they're fighting. It's like the BMF title, or whatever. It's the King of Violence. I, I like the the version of Mike Perry that we're seeing now. Oh, I love Mike Perry. Because he's still he's still absolutely batshit crazy, yep. but he's like funnier and like humbler and and, and maybe not polite. Proud or of his family, man. Yeah. He's posting about like this Dude, is what it's I all love, about. I love this Mike Perry, man. There's I love not a personal there was not a person alive that wasn't worried about Mike Perry when he got with this girl, oh, right? Oh my gosh! But they look like they're having a great family, man, and they got kids and 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 that's awesome, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody was whatever worried. settled. He just had to settle down. And dude was just he's he's a bit he's a bit out there, so I'm glad he settled I, down. I, I love. I Mike like Perry. this version and, that we're seeing. And how do you not love Eddie Alvarez, dude? Yeah. Just the, the quintessential 100%. scrapper. I mean, the King of Violence is great, and they're actually fighting for a King of Violence belt, which is which is awesome. When, when he went over there, first when he went to one, and then you started seeing how some things went, and you're like, man, is this is this how we're going to finish seeing his career? Yep. And then he goes to BKFC, and it's just like, oh, okay, there's Eddie. There he is again, still doing his thing, still man. Still doing his still thing, doing man. His thing. And I'm sure these guys are getting mad money. I mean, so it popped up on one of the things earlier. Granted, this was page, PVZ, page being Zam, but I remember – it was like one of the things that an old clip on um, Junkie popped up, and it was talking about how she made ten times the money of her career in the UFC in her one de- in her first debut or whatever. It's right. like the money these guys are making. It's insane. It's ridiculous. It's so insane. I mean, how can you not be happy for them? I mean, good for them. I mean, it's an absolute crazy sport, but I mean, at least this is a sport. Power slap is not a sport in right. my mind. Power slap is just a tough man competition. You know, endurance. Taking a slap, whatever. There's real fighting. This is sport. This shit is crazy. You know, that's I an interesting. That's an interesting way to put it. Because, like, I, you know, you know how my my position on power slap is that 
while I think it's dumb, I don't think it shouldn't exist, right? Yeah. Where people are like, that's it's, entertainment. It's entertainment. It, it is what it is. So uh, I just so, don't see it as sport. I mean, well, I, I think no. I think it's, it's, I think I think that's a great explanation for because the the thing that I heard people say is that well, there's no defense, and and then you can get into that, the yeah. Well, you can you know because that was I was going to say about that about whether. If whether it was really combat, whether you could call it a combat sport, so maybe not sport. Not saying it's not a sport is not the right thing, but maybe. But in my head, I had an issue with the combat sport because I think if it's a combat sport, there should be somebody should be able to defend themselves and should be exactly. able to kind of move right and show the skill instead of just what I was calling like a tough is, man. Competition. It is like a tough man competition. Just Whereas stand this there is actual some skill. Yeah. you can avoid. You yeah. have to be careful not to break your hands. It is two minute rounds, um, so it's it's you know it moves faster. Everybody that we've talked to says, A, the training is better because you don't have to train grappling. So your yeah. knees, your back, all that stuff, man, it's, that it's way sense. better. Especially um, as you get older. Especially as you get older. Um, and look, I'm just going to say it now. With, with Bellator essentially, I don't want to say going away because it's not going away. It's yeah. sticking around, but it's not going to stick around forever. We know that. Yeah. It, it, eventually, the, the, eventually, it doesn't make sense to operate two separate brands. Um, yeah. it, it just financially doesn't. Um, that's one less suitor out there for free yeah. agents, right? And one championship, it's mainly submission grappling and Muay Thai and kickboxing, right? Which I love, but if you're an MMA fighter, they're not doing many MMA fights. So a lot I, of people I, are wondering about their financials. And, and there are people, you know, we've seen the reports out there. That, you know, yeah. obviously Mike Kogan came out and slammed this week and said it's going out. We've seen some reports. Um, but I will say this appears to be another viable option for yeah. free agency. You know what I mean? Makes so, sense. Um, hopefully, you know, PFL again, can't take that whole roster. I mean, they're going to pick through the roster. They're going to pick who they want. They're, they're going to get the, the, the cream of the crop. They're going to use the guys that they want. They and the only gals. need 10 fighters per division per year. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I mean? It's not a lot. Now, I know wow. I had When you put it in that number like that, that's, that's wow. Now, granted, this year they got eight Bellator events, but will it be the same I mean, there could still year? be one-offs. They could still have all still kinds one-offs. of one-offs or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, in terms of, yeah, as for, like, the tournament and the playoffs. I think, I think that's going to be interesting to figure out what, the, what PFL does because – you cannot do – I mean, we just saw Olivier Aubin Mercier confirm his retirement, right? For at least a year. For at least a year. And he did do uh, – he did two seasons. And everybody – whether it be Kayla, whether it be Olivier, whoever, they all say how hard it is yeah. to do back-to-back seasons because, like, just the schedule's insane. You wonder, like, the PFL, I think, has to figure out a way where, like, maybe you take, like, the – like, once you've won a season, then maybe you have the option to do one-offs if you want, right? You know what I mean? Like – well, I don't just grandfather them into the playoffs. Skip the like skip, skip the whole the preseason season and they like, get they get to come in. Just right? take one slot. Like if you have to get defending the champion, champs, defending get to champ. automatically get, come in. It's not bad. Save them. Save them. How many fights is that? Four fights to save well, them. It save them twos. So they don't have two? to fight twice instead of four. Well, that's better. It's better. And then and then boy, then you got the guys. And then that, what? You're gonna say they don't deserve it? Yeah, if they're defending champs, <laughs> maybe they just get a buy into the playoffs yeah. automatically. Maybe they maybe they maybe they get like the number two seed like they don't get the one seed because they didn't but maybe they get the two seed or something. Because so. I was trying to look because I remember what was it? Uh, Aubin Mercier what one two three four five six seven eight yeah eight fights in like a year and a half. That's crazy. That's a lot. That's crazy. And that's a lot. so you saw it on his face. I mean like. And that's not that's he just said the fights. All. Yeah, and he's, I mean you look at the training, look at the time you know, away the way, from he their won family. Them all. Yeah, you know what I mean. He didn't even lose along yeah. the way. You know oh, what I mean? It, that's dude, so crazy. It's exhausting. And you're, and, and, boy, you you were starting to touch on it. I talked over there, but you're. It's not just the physical wear and tear. Like that was the thing he mentioned more than his body yeah. was the fact that I haven't seen my friends or my family because yeah. I can't give them any time whatsoever because I have to be dedicated. to I this. guarantee that's half of what the, that emotion on his face was when you saw it. it. Wasn't the fact that I'm stepping away from this right now. It's the fact of you know, 
it's the decision what led him to that point, the time away. You can't get that time back. I mean, like, I'm sure what he's doing is enabling the family to provide for itself better and they're they're Absolutely. having better memories and other stuff, but you can't get that time back. I mean, you've seen that. You were on the road for half of, you know, Eli's life, you know. You can't get that you time back. You don't get it back, man. So once you start valuing that and you start seeing that, it's like, wow, you know, it's more important than ever. So when I looked at his face – I didn't see a guy that was, like, getting emotional because he thought this was sort of the end. I mean, granted, that was maybe into it. I think it was a guy that, I'm so tired, I'm weary, I need a break. I've missed out on a year and a half of my my family's 100%. life. Because I know? interviewed him a couple of times. I, I did a couple of events on the way, and I, I hosted some media calls. And so I talked to Olivia a few times this year, and that was the thing he mentioned over and over. It wasn't even the physical orientation. Yeah. It was just like – Dude, I feel like an, I feel like I feel like a jackass. Like I'm not a friend to my friends. I'm yeah. not family to my family because I'm like, can't do it. I got to you know, got to got to train and recover, train and recover, train recover, fight, train yeah. recover, fight. You know, it's nonstop. Because obviously but. he could still do it. I mean, a lot of people said like, oh, the fight wasn't what they wanted. It's like, bro, the guy was even the fact that he was able to compete after all that and still do it and still was able to be dominating in his own fashion. Was yeah. it everything that you wanted? No, but dude, like, give him credit. So yeah, I mean, these are the things the PFL is gonna have to figure out. Like again, look. I've said it from the beginning, and I'll keep saying it. I love this acquisition of Bellator. It yep. is not an automatic home run. There is still a lot to be executed yep. and a lot of key decisions to be made and key operational things to do. But I like the, I like the rosters coming together. I think it makes yep. a more competitive product, you know? Crazy when you put that 10 number out there. That's just – not a lot. It's not a lot not at all, and it's not like it can have like nonstop one-offs. Because look, they're 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 humoring some amateur fights here and there, and they're doing the other stuff. You can't I mean, go away from your concept because yeah. your concept is what makes you different. Like, right. it is your entire format. And again, the the real the real value to me with PFL is all these international leagues. If they yeah. get all these international leagues up and running the way they say they are. And they're able to deliver content in prime time, and they're able to carve out a market yeah. share there. Oh, and they're able to sign broadcast deals, and they're you know, and and their own sponsors, and all, and, and all these are coming together to form the Champions League. I mean, that's where their real value yeah. is. You know what I mean? Like to try to make an inroads in the United States is going to be a challenge, but we can really kind of carve out some space in these international markets. I think that's going to be big. So. Uh, it's crazy. See, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this BKFC event. So we said Eddie Alvarez versus Mike Perry. Ben Rothwell versus fun Todd fight. Duffy, that's by the way. That's going to be a fun fight, too. That ain't lasting very long. <laughs> yeah, There's I know, no that's way that's going to be a long. fun fight. And it was funny because I was talking to David Feldman this week about this event. And I, you know, I was thinking about Todd Duffy because it's actually Ben Rothwell who, once he switched over to BKFC, and he's one of a couple of them, but he was one that he's like, John, I just. He's like, my training is so much – he's saying I'm so much healthier now because yeah. like, I don't have to do the grappling rounds. And, boy, it was funny because it was Ben that told me that. But that started thinking about Todd Duffy, right? This, this you know, just, you know, juggernaut of human being that has just had this nonstop barrage of injury issues. And we wonder if maybe this is a place for him to fit in. You know, we'll find out. So we'll find out. Uh, Jimmy Rivera versus Jeremy Stevens. I mean, that should be a lot of fun there. Beck Rawlings and Christine Fajeda are running it back, so that should be fun. Somebody's um, going to get bloody in that one. Yes, it is. <laughs> it absolutely is going to be a scrap. Kai Stewart and Howard Davis should be fun. Uh, Arnold Adams versus Mick Terrell. So, I mean, this card goes down. So, it is a pay-per-view, so this is not one that you can sign up for free. But uh, if you do have the, the yearly subscription, whether it be through BKFC or whether it be through Fight TV, um, the pay-per-view price goes down to, I believe, $29.99, if I remember right. So it's, I think it's $49.99 if you buy it standalone. If you have a subscription to either one of those, it's $29.99. So um, honestly, 
It's gonna be fun. I, this this might be a two screen type thing. I, yeah. I I don't. This this is one. If you haven't been watching the BKFC product, I like it. Um, and I think there's enough names on here that this might be one of the ones you you think about checking out. Yeah. And I will tell you, we are streaming the prelims on the Junkie YouTube. Oh wow. Yeah. They that. reached out and they were like, Hey, do you guys want to stream the our prelims? I was like, I'd rather stream your whole event. But yeah, we'll take the prelims. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll have those three fights on uh, Junkies YouTube. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So, there you go. There's a fun place to watch it. If you don't want to yeah. sign up for the app or anything like that, you can Well, you at can least for the prelims. At least for the prelims. prelims. Check it out there and maybe decide fights. at that point what you like. So, yeah. A uh, lot to watch this weekend. I think it's going to be good. I will be watching it. I will be watching it from uh, Bullhead City, Arizona, actually. My my uh, my kid qualified. His team qualified for a little regional playoff uh, soccer tournament. So, we're going to be out killer. there this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I will be taking it in there, but I, of course Good I will bring him. my gear with me, and we'll put it put together an NF episode. Uh, I'll probably have to either kick my family out of the room or go find a place because I'm sure they don't want to hear me ramble, and and uh, <laughs> I know my voice is a little bit loud if you're trying to watch know. TV. I saw, I saw Eli doing his uh, opening for the uh, NF. <laughs> did so you maybe see that? Yeah, was... I thought that was pretty. I thought that was good. He did a pretty good job. That was funny. He picked up the microphone in DC. My wife recorded a little clip of him doing the uh, the opening. So yeah, yeah, good. yeah. When I'm recording at home, uh, no matter what part of the house they are in, uh, they're able to hear me. And they do able... you shut the door too? You uh, shut the yeah, yeah, yeah. And they still are able to yeah. hear me. Yeah, so. it happens. <laughs> It happens. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, Call it the Morgan effect. That's it. A lot to watch this weekend. I think it's good. So I think both those cards, BKFC and uh, and the UFC, are both good cards. I think they're both worth your attention. Uh, one championship has a, uh, a Friday night fight, as they do every week. They'll be back to the, uh, the Saturday night. I believe the first week of December is when their next Amazon card is. So, anyway. Worth watching all that. Worth watching to see what happens with Bellator and PFL. I know there's going to be some announcements. Like I said, they were having meetings this week. So I would expect some announcements starting to come soon. And uh, we will certainly have it all covered for you. And then, uh, like I said, next week I'll be in Brazil. And then uh, a lot of CFSC stuff the rest of the year. But that doesn't mean we'll miss. We'll find a way to make it happen. You know. You we know how we do. We always do 453 consecutive weeks. Numbers just get bigger and bigger. Occasionally a day late or so if travel <laughs> but happens. It's still but, in the week. But it still gets done. It's still in done. that seven-day week. It still gets done. It's funny because I remember at one point I looked back. There were some years back there was one that was like I think right on the border of whether it was going to be in that week or something. <laughs> There's a couple times. But we but made shit, it. We made it. 453 consecutive weeks. Appreciate the support. Obviously appreciate everybody that supports us over at patreon.com slash the MMA Roadshow. Uh, certainly that's the, that's the VIPs of the Roadshow family. But we appreciate anybody that takes the time to uh, to check us out, to share us, to tell people about to rate us and review us if you can. We appreciate all that. But more than anything, we just want to say thanks for listening. We'll